ALD have any questions for Freemason? Hello, friends. How you doing? All good? Hey, mate. Yeah, I wasn't uh, planning to be on the call, but I'm here now. So, hello to everybody. So, we've got our fellas. We've got Gaia. And, uh, yeah, that's cool. What are you guys talking about? We're talking to a nice Freemason. Who's a Freemason? The Red Lion. How did he prove to you that he's a Freemason? Did he give you evidence? Um, nope. I showed up and was told. No, we have to be. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe he's a Freemason. That's possible. Maybe he's not. I don't know. I've never spoken to him, so I don't know. That's why we're developing questions to see what insight we can gain to an organization that doesn't permit sharing information. There are lots of uh, books and other material out there, like available on the internet, if you want to learn about Freemasonry out there. Like, there's heaps of info out there now. How do you know they were written by Freemasons? Exactly. The, the testimony of the books is no more reliable than the testimony of a self-described Freemason on this uh, server. So we get into symbolism of the books. Uh, what we're reading versus intention. Yeah. Hey, Felsman, you're a new dude to the to this um, fakeologist. How did you find this place? How did you find fakeologist.com? I got it from your videos because you you throw them out there as a good a good community. Oh, you found this place through my material. Yeah, which I found through your subreddit, Conspiracy No Pole. Oh, uh, dude, I um promote the hell out of my. Uh, site through Reddit Conspiracy. So you have just made my day. Another person who has clicked one of the links I leave and you've found uh, either my site or this one, that's fantastic. How long have you been browsing uh, Reddit Conspiracy? Um, Actually, for a couple months, but I feel kind of exhausted by um, the Conspiracy subreddits at this point. So you've only been into Reddit Conspiracy for a couple of months. So you, like, you've only just got into the conspiracy stuff, like, recently. Yeah. Oh, wow. What was it that sort of tipped you over the edge to... Was it the corona stuff? It, it was right after lockdown. Bob Dylan put out a 15-minute occult song that I thought was suspicious, so I started looking into it. And then it just was a giant rabbit hole that led to media fakery and corona hoax. Wow, so like, um, where were you, like, say, six months ago? Like, were you kind of so-called conspiratorial? Like, were you kind of sceptical? Have you just, like, made a huge transition in, like, a few months? I made a huge transition. Like, I've always been sceptical, but I was, like, working a full-time job as a chef and dealing with friends and relationships, and it just wasn't a priority at all. And current events has made it feel like a priority to be passionate about. Dude, if you've made your way from, like, regular life to media fakery in a few months, that's a massive journey that you've taken in a very short time. So, wow, credit to you for that. How how are you feeling mentally? Like, this must be, like, a whirlwind for you. It's actually calming. I'm the most spiritual I've ever been in my entire life. Um, it's, It's just kind of comforting that the explanation for the world is that it's kind of all fake and manipulated that makes me feel better than the reality that I had been presented my entire life because it it never felt good the way everything worked. Yeah, but still, I mean, this is, this is huge. Like, for me, it took me probably two or three years to go from relative normal. Hold on. If you want to encourage more audios like these, 
please go to Fakeologist.com and click the Patreon button under the Donate section. For $1.19 a month, you can call yourself a verified listener, and for $9.11 a month, a benefactor, who will get a shout-out every time App does a show. Thank you for your support. Does Ab give them a shout at every show? I'm not so sure about that. But yeah, so okay, well, to go from like a regular person to being exposed to all this fakery in a few months, that is hectic, man. I had two or three years to like build up towards it, whereas yeah, you have just jumped into the deep end, man. That is full on. I'm still pretty much a scientist. There's a lot of stuff you guys are into that I'm not convinced of, but um, there's a lot of stuff that is undeniable, mostly the fakery and new world order stuff. That's fair enough. You shouldn't. There's no way you should just like become fully auto host in three months. That's you've you've been pro. We've all been programmed for twenty, thirty, forty years, whatever. You can't deprogram in two or three months. That's crazy. So like, how about nine eleven? What are your thoughts on nine eleven? Like, do you think um, planes were involved? I think that all the footage is very suspicious, and that there's reason to have let it or done it intentionally. And I haven't seen evidence of anything. That's been said being true. So I'm. I'm going to like that they tell us that these um these big planes flew into the twin towers. Do you believe that real physical planes flew into the towers that day? Yeah, I don't. Wow. When when did you work out that that's a hoax? Uh, I mean, I suspected it was a hoax just due to political ramifications and it fitting with the terror system that we're seeing now. But then I watched September Clues and started looking at the footage, and it was just nonsensical. Oh, that's terrific. How about the, um, they tell us that, like, 3,000 people, 2,900-something, I don't know, like 3,000 people roughly died. Do you believe that, or have you, like, started to think maybe that's not true as well? Uh, I've heard pretty much you bring that up, and I'm very suspicious of it. I haven't verified it in any way, but I'm I'm inclined to start believing that most deaths of wars aren't real and that actually is also comforting that it's just we're pretending people die we're not actually killing anyone but also Bro, that's it's good news that's the funny thing about this stuff it's good news okay the boss bombings <laughs> if you believe that a few people died and hundreds got hurt that's that's not nice to believe when you find out no there was no nobody got hurt look at the photos all the people who like got hit by the bomb their pants have been cut with scissors okay there's a difference between a cut with scissors and a cut from shrapnel or a cut from any other purpose. But scissors, it's clear. It's a clear line. Look at their pants. They've been cut with These are prop pants, man. No one got hurt. This is good news. It's good news. Yeah, and I've seen the organizations that hire paid actors and do, like, astroturfing and stuff. And all the footage from, like, the Vegas shooting, it's just, like, wow. No, there aren't people just going and doing insane things for just using it as ammo to manipulate people. It's so you've made you've made this progress so quickly. That's uh, that's phenomenal. Have you have you tried to tell like your friends or like your um uh, acquaintances in real life like, hey guys I've I've seen this suggestion and maybe we've been lied to, like have you tried to share this more broadly than the internet or is this just an internet thing for you? couple weeks I was like getting kind of annoying to people um <laughs> I got one local friend to 
look at the new world order seriously and a couple others to acknowledge it but not really care um so now i'm just kind of resigned to just making it clear that corona is a hoax like i'm just picking my battle and trying to eliminate the fear mongering and the people around me and it's been incredibly successful i think it's always tough man some people make this big mistake they try and share this with like uh, friends and family and most of the time that is not going to end well you know you need to sort of be circumspect and patient but patient with yourself you can't be telling too many uh, normal people they don't want to hear it they'd rather believe in death they would rather believe in mass death it's it's bizarre but in a way it kind of makes sense you know they've been programmed all life it's just so upsetting oh yeah and all the rituals bro like all the minutes of silence all of the hand on your heart and sing the national song and they've got military people on the big screen and, you know, we, we support the, the veteran. All this crap, it's all, it's all ritual. People being programmed. So if you say to them, hey, maybe no one did die. Maybe World War II, there weren't tens of millions of dead people. Maybe that's just a, a bullshit. Most people are so programmed, they, they will never, ever even be able to think about this idea that maybe we've been lied to. Maybe. Slowly planting seeds. It feels feels slightly effective. Well, the way I see it, man, look, if people want to believe the TV, that's that's their right. It's not my... I don't feel like it's my job to take them out of the death paradigm. You know what I mean? Like, the average person, I really... Whatever they want to believe, I, that's up to them. I don't care. My only issue is here at fakeologist.com. It's like, well, this is one website where people should not be bearing false witness to death, I think. And so that's that's my one issue. But you know, Absolutely. if people come here and they're new and they're new to this place, like yeah, you have to be patient. Like, I get it, but patience can only go so far with this bearing false witness to death. And if someone says to me, Pearl Harbor was real and thousands of people died, okay, now you're bearing false witness to death. Stop it, right? If someone says to me, oh, this Canadian shooting, twenty people definitely died, okay, now you're bearing false witness to death. Stop it. You know, like I'll be patient, but only. Only so far, you get what I mean? How about uh, Chris Kendall? Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Sorry to butt in here. Hey, yeah. Sorry oh. to butt in your own live stream? <laughs> Sorry to butt in. No, it's a conversation, and, you know, truth I am gets upset when anyone butts into a good flowing conversation, but I wanted to get that Chris Kendall uh, commented to John LeBond, because I don't know if we've heard from John LeBond on the whole Chris Kendall affair. Well, Hab, it's good to have you here, man. I think this might be... I'm taking a break from... Uh, not for just from this website, but from a few things. Uh, just right. those six weeks. I've promised myself six weeks. That's 42 days. So I was going to make my last appearance yourself? here two days ago. Well, I'm kind of quarantining myself from certain parts of the internet. Not, be, not because there's anything wrong with the internet or with your site or the other places I'm yeah. going to stop going to. I just need to uh, focus on other right? things. And I just get carried away, man. I, I can spend hours at Fakeologist or hours on reddit and it's like it's it is kind of productive but i just need to take a break and i've done this before it's been very good for me so i think i'm due for another short sabbatical well you've deserved it you've you've pumped out a ton of content just a ton good stuff almost covered everything and you've been doing a good job uh you know cross promoting it on your blog so i appreciate that so yes i'm not, I'm not leaving with um i'm not leaving i'm just taking a break and the break is is no animosity. It's just you know what time to uh, focus my my attention elsewhere for a while, and then I will most likely come back. Where could you go under a lockdown situation, Johnny? Where 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 could you go? 
You're, you're well, I've got, dude, I've got my own website. You know, it's, it's easy for people to forget this, but I do have my own website, which is uh, very active. And there's a whole, there's more than 100 members there now. And it's like, you know what? If I'm going to make all these videos, why not make them for the members? You know, so oh, at the you're moment, I'm doing it. on your own blog. Okay, I thought you were just stopping everything. Oh, no, no. Goodness gracious. No, no. I've, I've got more. The, the website has grown by more than 20 people in the last month, which is phenomenal. So I'm like, you know what, if I'm going to make uh, a video every day, maybe I should make those videos for the members of the site, you know what I mean, rather than for YouTube. Maybe I should put my attention to the people who are supporting what I do just for just for five or six weeks and then I can come back and, and get back into the, the YouTube stuff, you know. All right. It's also like a test. How much advertising do you actually have to do with all the content you already have out there? Well, yeah, it'd be interesting to see, like, because I do a lot of promotion on Reddit and a lot of promotion on YouTube, if I take six weeks away, how much change does that make to the visitors to the website, the member sign-ups, et cetera? So it's, like, it's just good to, like, test Science. how much effort has to be put into this stuff, yeah. And, and also, I think the timing is good because uh, Fakeologists had this massive influx of people over the last uh, three or four weeks or five weeks or whatever, and and there's more realologists here now than fakeologists, and there's more gas baggers. That's an Australian expression. People just want to talk. They're not actually discussing anything. They just want to talk, which is fine. That's fine. But this place has been flooded with gas baggers. So those of us who are like, okay, you can gas bag, but let's be serious for a second. If I take a break for six weeks, I can come back and, and then see, have the gas baggers taken over, have the realologists taken over, or have some of the fakeologists sort of reeled them in and said, hey, come on, guys, this is fakeologist. So this gas bagging, this bearing false witness of death, just, uh, you know, tone it down. Without me here, what, what's going to happen? Let's, you know, let's find out. What's your take on Chris? Well, honestly, man, I'm very sceptical, Tim. I'm very sceptical of this, um, <clears throat> this Chris Kendall death. Is it possible he's dead? Yes, of course it's possible. But do I believe he's dead? I'm... My jury is still out, Tim. What say you? Oh, yeah, I've made my views pretty clear, audio, audio and textually. It's suspicious, very strange, very, very suspicious, and, and Chris would want us suspicious quite Dude, if someone tells you that I'm dead, you should be suspicious. And if you just accepted the story, oh, the, the, the TV has said that John Bon is dead. If you just believed that, I'd be disappointed in you. You should be yeah, pushing that. We offend you by that, right? By not applying skepticism, which is your main point. Well, I'd be disappointed, Guy. If, if the news told you that John LeBon was dead, he fell off a ladder, and he hurt his leg, if you just believe that, I'd be like, come on, Guy, you should be asking questions. Maybe it's real, but maybe it's not. Well, and that's how I feel about Chris Kendall. I have, uh, I put him, I sent his sister a message on Slavebook. And uh, she said uh, she wrote my number down, 47812-3917. But she didn't say when or if she was going to call me back. I really just want to offer my condolences um, if it was real, because she's not a psychologist, I'm sure, or a hoaxbuster. She, I don't even think she knows anything about perhaps the site, if it's all real. She never got back to me. I also contacted that reporter who's doing all the writing for the Lawton newspaper. And we were going back and forth until I asked for a radio interview, and then he stopped replying. Those are those are behind those are some behind the scenes machinations that are making me more suspicious. More suspicious. But does it matter? And is it, is the suspicion a part of the 
of the whole thing, right? I mean, is it is it not wasting time on his death uh, instead of focusing on his learnings? And that's why I say, and I like uh, Dave Jay's uh, uh, <coughs> comment on that. Spiritually, he's not dead. It's probably a waste of time, but I haven't spent that much time on it. You could say the audio chats are a waste of time, too. So I, I've given it a few minutes of my time, as much as I thought it was necessary. And, yeah, and so uh, you should, Tim, because you did spend hours talking with this guy. You promoted him, he promoted you, so it's all online. It's all an online relationship, but some oh, people yeah. t- sometimes people yeah, do please. die. That is possible. Yeah. And you and him yeah. had a very good online relationship, from what I can tell. I thought so. He did shout out to me at the last show. Take all of this. He was... I'm not sure he was complimenting or he was criticizing. It's hard to tell. <laughs> but at about, about the 44-minute mark, he was going on about what are the psychologists doing about this? Just chatting about it, wasting time? Well, bro, well, credit to you for trying to contact his uh, his sister. Like That's good on you to do that. And and she gave oh, you no response. So she said she's got my number and will maybe call back. Uh, what was, did you make of was, Marcus Allen's uh, post? Because Marcus Allen made a post on his website, Marcus Ellen and Chris Kendall used to be um, very close online. It was all online, obviously, but they used to do yeah. really cool shows together. They, they worked well together, in my opinion, for years. And then, obviously, they had their own little, not falling out, but, you know, they stopped talking for a while. I guess that's a falling out, I guess. And then Marcus had just come back. Like, they had, like, what, four years apart, five years apart? Marcus had just come back to calling into Chris's show just before this happened. And then Marcus made a post saying, basically, you know, this woman who's running the GoFundMe for Chris's death, yeah. she's got a history of doing this. You know, she's, she's done many of these before. What did you make of Marcus's post about this? I found it sharp, swift, to the point. He did not mince words. He thinks it's all a hoax. And he was upset at himself for wasting so much time with Chris because he thought Chris was very negative and was bringing the whole truth investigation down by saying it's all a waste of time because no matter what happens, we're all going to a dark place no matter what we say. He essentially just said, I wish I didn't, I wish I would have seen it earlier. But Marcus didn't really see it right to the end like anybody else. But he was very suspicious the timing of him coming back and then Marcus is on the very last show. All that is very suspicious to psychologists. Especially now that Marcus is doing his own show, a new show, on a new network. And he's back. Mm. He's back. Behind yep. another paywall. <laughs> Even more extreme, I just checked, and uh, I checked Truth in 7 Minutes, and then it links... Or it, uh, he says he has a new site, and you cannot even see anything. You have to put in your credit card details. I don't have a credit card, so I cannot access it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, John, uh, at least you have uh, an open area and a members area, but he just have, has a member area. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true, that's true. Has anyone actually listened to the latest Marcus Allen show? Well, I, I don't know about the latest, but I listened to his call... It was him and Velocet. So Velocet is like, um, I guess he's meant to be the producer, but the call that I listened to a week ago, Velocet was basically one of the co-hosts. It was like two of them. And man, they work well together. And Velocet, when he's hosting other, when he's um, producing other people's shows, doing the, the sound effects, he's like the, the drummer. He's like, 
he's there, but, but he's not a, a key player. Do you know what I mean? When he was with uh, Marcus a week ago, the, the list of the caller I listened to, he sort of came out of his shell, and he's a very insightful, funny dude. And I was like, this is good. If him doing shows with Marcus means more Velocet coming out of his shell, this is fantastic. Like he's, I want to hear more of that guy. So I hope, I'm hoping this is what's going to happen. Him and Marcus is not the Marcus show. It's the Marcus and Velocet show. Because if, if their first show is anything to go by, it'll be terrific. Anybody who cares about media fakery will love it. Will love it. Have you heard it yet? Yeah, I listened live last week. I don't know if they've done a more recent episode. I think they were meant to do a show yesterday. If they did do it, I wasn't there for it. But I was there a week ago. I listened live to their first call. It was fantastic. I even called in. But by the time oh, wow. I called in, by the time I called course, in, I was like it, half drunk. So I can't remember what I said. But it was it was a fun call. It was great. And hopefully this is like a sign of things to come. The only caution I would offer is. As much as I like Marcus, he, from what I can tell, he has a tendency to look at the negative side of people. So I don't know how long he will survive, you know, doing a show with somebody else or having people call in. I hope he can do it for, for a year, five years, ten years, but he's just he's very prickly. So I wouldn't be surprised if he just quits in two weeks. I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but that's, that's just his... Um, that's his um, nature these days, I think. Well, he's got a country to start. I, I didn't think he had time to uh, do shows. So. Well, dude, I'm a supporter of his country. I've signed up. He's got this thing where you can sign up and be like um, like a foundation member of his new country. Do I think he's ever, ever going to start a real time. new country? No, I don't. But I like this idea of people who are just trying to think one. of solutions. You know what I mean? Like, everyone sits around and complains. Marcus Allen is at least trying to come up with a solution now. Do I believe? there will ever be a Marcus Allen country. No, I don't. But I will support it. I will give my whatever it is, a couple of dollars every week, whatever it is, I'll give it. Why not? And then if a thousand people do that, maybe he can try. Will a thousand people sign up? I doubt it. But if it doesn't work, no one can say that I didn't try. I tried. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. I'm Rollo. You're listening to Fakeologist.com. See, even when Rollo's not here, he still interrupts a conversation at Marcus Allen. <laughs> I think it's exquisite. Hey, isn't it great to have Guy back as well? Apart from the whole unpleasantness with Rollo being a complete fuckwit to Guy on that call last week. Which, by the way, Ab, full credit to you for not editing that out. No one should That's come here lazy. and intentionally... No one should come here and intentionally act like a fuckwit and then say, oh, just edit it out. If it happens accidentally, okay. But if you come here and intentionally be a fuckwit, you can't then say, oh, just edit that out. No, that's bullshit. So I'm glad that you left that in. Yeah, you cannot be on a media fakery site and then ask for media fakery, right? Guy, I think you can if it's an accident. Like, there's been a couple of times when I've done a live show, gotten drunk as fuck, and then the next day emailed uh, Ab a fakeologist saying, listen, bro, the call was fine, but I was pretty drunk. I don't want people to hear that. Can you please not post it? And Ab's been good to me. But I wasn't sitting there criticising people, uh, being belligerent, you know, saying stuff that was meant to be behind closed doors. No. I was usually just doing, like, media analysis, just drunk. And I'm like, Ab, people don't want to hear me drunk. Can you please not post that? And Ab's been awesome. But if you come here to be a fuckwit, if you come here to yell and scream and carry on, fuck you, man. The record should show that you're a fuckwit. And on that occasion... Roller was being a fuckwit. In what was meant to be a tribute show, 
for the for the for the leaving of the Chris Kendall character. Is he really dead? I doubt it. But the character's gone. So don't bring this personal shit into a tribute show to say goodbye to this guy. It was fucked, man. I lost a lot of respect for Rollo from that. And I'm glad you left it in that. I'm glad you did. Yeah, no, I agree. And I agree also what you said, uh, because Ab has uh, cut out uh, the doxing uh, part and also uh, not release some calls. And yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's how it should be. You explained it. You're not drunk now, are you, Johnny? Uh, not yet, mate. But you know what? I've been meaning to uh, quit quit the uh, the alcohol for a while. I've got a few distractions in my life. One of them is fakeologist.com. One of them is reddit.com. And another one is this uh, beautiful liquid that makes me happy. So the plan is to quit for six weeks. Quit fakeologist, quit reddit, and quit the uh, demon drink. Now, today was meant to be the day that I quit. Didn't happen. So will tomorrow be the day? Well, we'll find out in about 12 hours. Malaysian woman, uh, are there any candidates or even... I, have, I don't know if you've heard the news, mate, but room? I don't know if you've heard the news, but there's this fucking global pandemic going on and everyone is shut down. Right. I don't know if you've heard about yeah, this. The <laughs> there's no, there's no pubs, there? there's no clubs, there's no bars, there's no meetups, there's nothing, okay? Nothing. There's and no this all happens... There has, there has to be an underground system by now. Young people cannot be suppressed for this long. Uh, Dude, all the people here already have contacts. I turned up in this city. Normally when I turn up in this city, I go out to the pubs, the clubs, I go to the meetups, I meet people, I make contacts, it's sweet. I rocked up here, and within days, lockdown. I didn't have time to meet people, you understand? There must be a member of John the Bond living in Kuala Lumpur that is portrayed... How many members do you think my website has? There's like 105 or something. And there there's none in Malaysia. Zero. They're all in America. Dude, half, more than half the members of John LeBond have come in America. Can you believe that? More than half. Well, Americans are the most generous, capitalist people in the world. Well, yeah, I believe Well, that. I think also they've got more of a spirit of appreciating the hustle. Whereas Australians and, oh, yeah. and some other people, like, oh, what? He, he makes YouTube videos for free and he has a website we have to pay? That's, that's unfair. He should give it all for free. Whereas Americans are more like, well, hold on, it's his business. He does this. They're, they're not as um, constrained by tall poppy syndrome. I think that's what's going on. Yeah, very much. Yeah, I agree with that. And Americans will be the ones that get us out of this mess more than any other country. Oh, Marcus Allen's country. <laughs> I would, I would call his first. I don't know. I would call his first town Markville. What do you think, Markville? <laughs> the capital of Marcus's. Markville. Marcus Allen. Well, that would be the country name. I was, thinking, I was thinking of the first city, the capital city. Well, can you shortly explain what he is about, uh, establishing his own country? What is, what is that about? Oh, you didn't? Was, that was on uh, Chris's last call, and it was also on my last call with him. I think we talked a bit about it. Yeah, sorry. I was editing my own seven-hour podcast. All so. right. <laughs> well, he just wants to get away from all this. Western world oppression. Well, I guess it's worldwide oppression now. Oh, he's welcome here in Colombia, and I think uh, when the world opens, there will be lots of refugees coming here. Uh, I did some reading on it myself. I was going to subscribe as well. It looks like the plan is a bunch of different pieces. Like he's identified a bunch of pieces of land across the world. And the idea is a decentralized government in the sense of landmass, 
or they're all going to be individual countries that are territories of one. But it looks like he's just developed a map and a plan for people to go to the location on his map and set up their own community using his resources. So how does it work legally? I mean, I think you're not allowed to chop away a piece of land and, and call it an own country. But the only the only uh, example I know is what is it? C C this this uh, abandoned uh, platform in uh, in the North Sea, I think it is. I think his best bet is to make friends with an Indian band and uh, work under their their yeah, exemption. I suspect it's going to be something like uh, Indian or religious sovereignty in a property, kind of like the Amish. He yeah. said he spent some time living with them to learn how they do it. Yeah, he well, they, they got an exemption a long time ago. For him to get an exemption now would be really, really, really difficult. But if he should just go on the angle that he'll do marketing for them. I, I'm sure he's figured it out already. He's already, it's probably going under the umbrella of one of these entities that already exists. But the way it came across when I read it is he's already got that figured out. I hope you have quite some background sounds. Are you discussing this on Reddit? No, it was on a, I listened to his podcast and then I read everything on his website about it. Um, he did, like, preliminary information. I don't know if he kept it up afterwards, but it sounded very interesting. Well, all the power to him. Well, uh, I would uh, like to uh, learn from him and do the same. Because Laura is uh, saying that when forced vaccinations are going to be implemented, she is going to live with the indigenous people. And I will join her as the most non-indigenous-looking uh, guy, by the way. Well, for $5 a week, all of his resources are yours. Yeah, I first need my own $5 a week. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to work out a barter with him? Hmm. Yeah, the thing is, I don't... Uh, the same with App, the same with John. I don't want to act for, for things and so on, right? I mean, I don't want to... I, I want to be proper payer and so on, right? Not... not Special status, no. JLB tender creation night. Good idea. Great idea. What did you say? JLB what? Oh, JLB went quiet. JLB dating app creation night. (laughs) (laughs) He should start his, uh, his own app. John dating. Oh man, the Truther dating app? That would be amazing. You'd sign up, wouldn't you? Uh, you heartbeat. Yeah. You can give us some tips. Don't do it. Is that the tip? <laughs> I go on an excursion with Rollo, and then on your birthday, you meet the beautiful Truther. Is, is that Rollo? Is Rollo the beautiful Truther? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, you've seen their photo, right? Uh, I don't think so. So while I'm here, guys, because it is uh, late for me, but while I'm here, we've got the fakeologist. So can I ask you, man, how do you feel about this um, influx of people who've come to fakeologist.com? They all mean well, I'm sure. I'm sure they all mean well. But there is this um, element of what I call gas baggery, which is just sitting around talking for the sake of talking. And there is an element of um, realology going on here as well. How do you feel about that, like this influx of 
people who are not really fakeologists. What's your thoughts on this? Well, we don't have a test, John, to let people in. And Discord is more of just a chatty service. It's always gone in millions of directions. And I just leave it there as an outlet for people to talk about whatever they want, mainly because you can't limit people's discussion. The people are, are in general intelligent, and they, like, they change direction conversation all the time. As long as I know that they have a fakeologist understanding, so if I brought up a fakeologist topic, they wouldn't be offended, then I'm okay with that. But half the people that come here to Discord could be non-fakeologists because they don't even know the website exists because they trip over different methods to get in here. For instance, Discord database where it lists all the Discords. I'm doing my best to tell people at the front door, this is what we're all about, this is the website, maybe you should check this and make sure this is a fit for you. And, and people come in here and they have enough good moderators and people like you that like to defend the interests of the site and I think you do a pretty good job of setting them straight quickly as to what's going on. But the risk of free speech, and we have pretty much free speech here, is you have to deal with all the things you don't like. And it's a dangerous line, and it's an impossible tightrope to walk when you start telling people what they should and shouldn't say or can't say. And, of course, we're going to, as truthers, we're going to be faced with that any day now. And I would rather have the most obscene dissent in my society and deal with it than having some minister or some overlord telling me what I can and cannot say. So it would be quite hypocritical for me to completely censor these people, because if I censored all the people on this site I didn't like for a moment or two, and everyone has their moment or two, then there would be nobody here. I think yeah, but I don't mean like censor, I just mean like remind them, hey guys, there's a million places well, to sit around yeah. and, and just gas bag. But this is yeah. fakeologist.com, so you know, try is. and focus on the media fakery. Yeah, yeah. and I, I try and nudge everyone that away. I can't be on every call. I rely on the mods and interested people like you to start nudging people and get off veganism or get off the many other... They're not. They're sort of related topics, but they're not because people think that the food discussion is suppressed in mainstream media, so they, they think that it's fakeologist-type topic. It's a super stretch for me on many topics, but it's... it's I think we have enough people that are patrons, like you mentioned, enough people that are concerned enough to give a few bucks, or a lot of bucks, as some members do, then I think they have to also step in and help defend and clean up the litter when they have a piece piece of the action or they're giving enough energy or money to keep this place clear. So just like where you work or you live, you probably don't always pay someone to clean the place up. If everyone just picks up one piece of trash, the place is going to be pretty pretty neat. But it's a team effort as well. I hate to use the word collective or communist, but if everyone has a vested interest in keeping this place fakeologist related, then it'll be better for everybody. Well, can I share with you something that I've had several people, just a small handful, like not big numbers, just a small handful of people have told me they're like, if I see JLB or John Bond on a fakeologist audio chat, I download it and listen. But... It's, what they've said to me is it's kind of like clickbait because if I'm there for an hour talking sense and then there's three, four, five, six hours of people talking shit, 
they're like, this, <laughs> this is a waste of my time. And I'm like, yeah, I, I know. It never used to be like this. It didn't used to be four or five or six hours of shit talking and then an hour of me. So, like, it, it is a, like, it's, you're, not, you're not clickbaiting, you're, you're not being deceptive, but by putting me there, people are like, oh, I can listen to JLB, talk about media, fake or whatever, and then they get all this other shit. They're like, this is, this is shit. Yeah? They don't come to fakeologists for this other bullshit, mate. Well, let me give Ab a standing ovation for everything he said first, because it was great. Great little monologue. A lot of, a lot of good things. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> you can <laughs> Sometimes I get on a good track. Yeah, and well, this, is, this is no disrespect to the new people. The new people are, maybe they've never used Discord, they've never been recorded before, like it's all new to them. That's, that's fantastic, that's great, that's wonderful, no problems. But it's just like, yeah man, there's an audience out there and they don't, they don't mind diversions or tangents or some shit talking here and there. Like they, that, That's actually a good part of the call is occasional diversions, whatever. But for the most part, it's like, well, fakeologists should be about fakeology. Like that should be the central plank, you know what I mean? If it goes, if it if it goes different diversions from there, no problem. So long as it comes back. But if it's just hours of people sitting around talking shit, that has nothing to do with what people like me are talking about. Nothing. Uh, well, so talking about that, uh, John, what is your idea uh, about Silverbeam's blog post where he uh, questions the so-called history hoax? Because I think that's very interesting. Blog, I haven't seen his blog. I didn't even know that Silverbeam had a blog post. This is the good news. I didn't know that he did that. It's, it's on the Wikipedia main page. Listen. Look, here's the thing with Silverbeam. He's not here right now to defend himself, so I'll, I'll be as um, polite and contrite as I can. I think there are some people out there who believe in the Bible. And so when someone like me comes along and says, there's some awesome stuff in the Bible, okay? Matthew 7, 6. Do not cast sheep pearls before swine, lest they trample the pearls and then attack you, okay? Matthew 7, 6. I love it. There's some good stuff in the Bible. However, the sources for the Bible don't go back more than 200 years. They don't like to hear that because in their minds, 2,000 years ago, there's this guy called Jesus. And so... They can't handle the history hoax. Because the history hoax is ancient Egypt, ancient Greece, ancient Rome, ancient China, and the Bible, all fake. They don't like that. And it's understandable. And I suspect, with the greatest of respect, Silverbeam, intelligent guy, nice guy, I like this guy. And if I go back to Melbourne, hopefully I'll meet this guy. But I just suspect Silverbeam's one of those people who doesn't like my history hoax stuff because it challenges something he believes in, which is the Bible. Do you understand? Yeah, it's a fixed premise. <clears throat> the Bible was right no matter what, and then everything is built on top of that. Yeah, and, and what I'm saying is the Bible can still be awesome. You don't have to believe it's 2,000 years old to believe it's awesome. There's some good stuff in the Bible, bro. But you yeah, don't have to believe it's 2,000 years old, man. Now, to get back to fakeology, John, as you love... Uh, well, media, media fakery led me towards history fakery. I know. I'm telling, I'm I telling know. you the Bible is a hoax. Let the history is a hoax. Let me a quote from IPS who is one of the best speakers when it comes to this topic of bakery. And you lost you. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Audio Chat on Fakeologist.com. We accept the reality of the world with which we're presented. It's as simple as that. So we had uh, Ab with us. Unfortunately, he's disappeared. Or is he back? Ab can hear us. 2212. I just got disconnected. I was looking yeah. at my uh, my connection and it disappeared. Now I'm back. Now I'm in 4G. I'm not even in 5G anymore. Well, you were about to tell us about some quote from Tim Osman. And then as soon as you said that, it went quiet. 
He says here, they created a stampede, and those of us that know better have to deal with it. I thought that was a really great evaluation of the current pickle that truthers are in. That it doesn't matter what's true, it's what's perceived to be true. And all the people with masks basically out there are stampeding. Yeah. Well, I've got to thank you, Wade. It was your work that got me onto Tim Mossman. I was, like, averse to him because of the whole Flat Earth connection, which, as you know... Yeah. After my experience with them, I wanted nothing to do with the Flat Earth people, but because of you promoting uh, Osman last year, that got me into his work, and then I've done about, I think, four or five collaborations with him since then, and I'm now one of his biggest fans, so I've got to thank you for that. Well, of course, no problem at all. What do you think, what do you think about, about him going to Midnight in the Desert? You know, he's now uh, like the main, he's the, key, he's the key guy at the I network that used great. to be Art Bell. I think it's great if that's a relevant audio. I don't know if it is or not, because Art Bell was on ham radio, shortwave radio, not ham, shortwave, and then he went on to AM. But I don't, li- do many people listen to AM anymore? Because I I don't listen to any radio at all. But it's not just AM, yeah. they're not just syndicated, they've also got their own live stream and archive oh, podcast download I facility. Know. I know, but you know what I think of live streaming? It's, I'm not into a radio. I can wait till a certain time to tune in to somebody, no matter who they are. I won't even watch the if I can get a clip later, I might look at it, but I think it's old-style media. Yeah, there might be an audience from the old days, but I can't imagine what kind of audience they have to the day. So I, I'm a, streaming. I've had a stream for the last eight years where I stream old shows. I stream when I do my live broadcast, and uh, for the most part, there aren't that many people listening live unless it's an exactly convenient time in North America when people are likely to be commuting or sitting at home, but overall, I don't think it's, I think everything is downloading at your leisure, at your speed, at your ability to pause, so I'm I don't know. I hope you have a big audience. Well, let me put something to you. Let me put something to you. I think his auto-hoax philosophy is fakeology 2.0. And I think what you've done is fantastic. And people who've helped all the years have been sensational. It's great. But what he's doing is he's, he's taking fakeology and he's taking it to a new level. It's fakeology 2.0. And he's getting it to an audience now, any, like an established audience, whether it's hundreds or thousands of people, we don't know. But he's getting this media fakery these events are not real, or at least we should question them. They're telling us that some guy killed 20 people. We should question that. He's taken that philosophy to a whole new audience. He's got all these young people making memes, making songs. It's just, it's next level. I think what he's doing is fantastic. He, basically, he's doing what you've been trying to do, what I've been trying to do. But he's taking it to a new level. So I'm very excited about what he's doing. Mm, uh, but psychology 2.0 was already. Uh, I didn't patent it, but last year I, I mentioned it uh, I, many times. And I think Ophalus is actually on board with that. It's it's the active part. It's still. I mean, this this auto hoaxing. It's still reactive. I think active is how to use our knowledge, our lessons from psychology to better our own lives. I think that's psychology 2.0. Well, you tell me, guy. You tell me what. So, so you're saying that you've got some better idea than what Tim's doing, okay, Tim Osman? Okay, no, 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 I'm, I'm all ears, man. Tell me. I'm not saying I'm better ideas, but I have a different view. I think. It's well, that's what that's what's implied by what you're saying. There. Like, okay, what Osman is doing is is not fakeology 2.0. Okay, you tell me what 
What, what are you proposing? What are you suggesting? It is finding the ways outside of the system, outside of the controllers, uh, to better our own lives. So uh, still, uh, people here are depending on government money for their living. Well, that is the first step you should take away, right? Okay, maybe we put our wires crossed. I'm not saying that Tim Osman has got some solution to life's problems. I'm just saying this idea of getting this idea out to people that the media can and does lie about death and about these events. To me, that's a significant thing, and I think what Ad has done here is fantastic. I think what Tim Osman is now doing is also fantastic. I'm not saying that either Tim Osman or Tim Fakeologist are pretending they've got solutions to life's problems. That's a different, that's a different question. Yeah, but the, uh, the, it's the reactive part. It's still taking, looking at the media and reacting to that. And I think that is, it just exclude the media from your life. Then, then you don't have There's to do this it. idea that they have an agenda, and as long as we're reacting to that and reflecting it, we're just enabling it. And what me and Gaia talked about, and I admit that we don't exactly have a game plan, but I like the idea a lot, is... Uh, instead of even acknowledging their agenda anymore, just developing our own opposing agenda. Or not even opposing. Well, if you do that successfully, it. fellas, I'm all ears, man. You show me. Here's the problem. There's a whole bunch of people who are like, oh, well, let's just ignore the media and just live better lives. I'm like, that's a great idea. Show me. Nobody shows me, okay? Like, if you want to, you can find photos of me out there, me at the gym. I'm in decent shape, man. Like, I do try and... I'm a, practically a fucking drunk, and yet I'm still in good shape. So all these people who are like, oh, well, let's uh, make our own lives better, show me. Most people here are fat. I'm going to watch my language. Most people here are not in good shape. So don't try and tell me that you're somehow out of the system, um, living a good life. If you're fucking fat, don't waste my time with this bullshit. This way each time we brought this up and it's not really me and Gaia are both looking at ways to produce our own food and build social networks and exercising like it's we're, we're discovering ways to be as proactive as we can and well bro that's awesome that's awesome and if you succeed show me show me the photos show me the videos I will watch I will listen I will learn no problem <laughs> but in the meantime what show I'm saying is BMI what I'm saying is that all of us are doing is putting ideas out there. That's all we're doing. None of us have changed the world. And so in terms of people putting ideas out there, what Tim Osman is doing is fantastic. It's Fakeology 2.0. It's taking this idea of media fakery, getting it to more people with memes, music, fun, humor. It's fantastic. So if someone says to me, oh, that, that's, that's okay, but I've got something better, show me. If you won't show me, shut your... Shut, please. Uh, I'm, I'm, not it's better. I'm not saying better or worse. No, but uh, uh, let's make a deal. You take six weeks off with your own life, and especially the alcohol. Getting the alcohol out of your life is yeah. excellent. That is one of the biggest steps in yeah. take 2.0, I would say. And let's make take, the chlorine out of your, take the chlorine out of your water. Yeah. Yeah, uh, let's make a deal. Our fellas and me, in the next six weeks, we will bring something to the table, and we, uh, we discuss it. Well, you don't have to make a deal. Just do it. Don't tell me. Show me. And my Let's pandemia a was a Hall. huge success, John. Pandemia, huge success. The only I thing wish is, you uh, every success. Gaia, I want you to be successful. I want you to succeed in your goals. I want you to live a happy life. I'm on your side, bro. But don't tell me that what you've got is better than what Osman is doing when right now your audience is practically zero, whereas his audience is only getting bigger. I'm not saying better. I'm not using the word better or worse. 
It's not better. That was what was implied by what you were saying. It's different. It's different. Like like it's what we're saying, but it's not the agenda Gaia had. I think Gaia has pacified over the last few weeks. Really uh, calmed down. I I like the new Gaia. He's easier to get along with. I stopped smoking weed tonight. Uh, the thing okay. with beat is... You don't have to uh, tell I, me uh, any of that. No, 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 but the thing is that uh, I'm so passionate about an idea and I forget things so fast when I'm stoned. I want them to throw okay. throw them out and that's why I interrupted people. That's why. <laughs> and if you think I pacified, then you didn't listen to the first part of this call. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did not. Who are you where, where truth I am called me the minion of John LeBon and then I... I told him, uh, I didn't say, uh, but uh, I told him, Guy, you don't know uh, anything about the history here and about everything we live through. He's assuming things, right? And assumption is the mother of all fuck-ups. Truth I am is uh, definitely outspoken. Definitely outspoken, that guy. He uh, he came in here with quite in, in quite a storm. I guess he's still here doing the truth back. Well, I'm still I'm still uh, interested in his answer to well we had a discussion uh, where he said skepticism is a disease and we debated that it was a debate a real debate I would say but then my follow up question is okay let's assume that's true skepticism is a disease what is the cure no answer All right well John is the world's leading skeptic he said that hey, Johnny. It's a tag along the website. It's on my business card. The world's leading skeptic. Can you believe it? Six years ago, I still believed that children died at Sandy Hook. And here I am all these years later. And uh, I was saying these guys earlier, like off the record, maybe some of these new people, maybe I've got off on the wrong foot with them because they have no idea who I am. And I see them coming here and I'm like, yeah, but what are you talking about? And I've got to remind myself, like... I've been here for a while, I've seen a few things here. These people are new. Compared to these people, I'm off the reservation. So I've got to, like, remind myself, these people are just, you know, they're, they're very new here. Like, I've got to remind myself, don't expect too much. Do you know what I mean? Don't expect too much. But it is oh, not yeah. to newness because Ophalus is also new, one, right? But Ophalus is a fast learner as well. Not everyone is. I'm really happy that JLB just said that because I was one of the people that kind of was aggressively against his behavior, which I, he introduced me to all of this, and I, I respect him too, but I, I'm i glad he is acknowledging that people are new and can't handle everything all at once. And after that, I was looking at his post on Reddit, and it, it made me, um, it warmed my heart. I saw a much uh, more passionate a <laughs> compassionate side than when he came in here, which I understand why, because he holds technology to a very high standard, which we should. And there's things we can do about that. Like, a lot of times we come in here to talk about something, and then we just forget we're in the live stream. We just need to actively change our rooms with our conversation topics, I think would be a good start, and I can help enforce that. Yeah, and I think when I say, like, further to our conversation a few days ago, this idea that I'm not compassionate or not empathic or something, that's ridiculous. I'm the one saying to people, listen, stop spreading false witness of death. Do you understand what you're doing to people when you do that? Like, it's yeah, to, to convince other people of death when you did not witness this death, you do not know this death, but you're going to put this death in other people's minds. 
That takes no compassion. That takes no empathy. So don't tell me. Don't tell me that I'm not the compassionate one. I'm the one trying to take people out of this bullshit paradigm of death. Millions. Of, you were convinced that millions of people died in World War One and World War Two. That's a lie. And I'm the one trying to tell, trying to show people that's not real. Don't tell me I'm not compassionate. Don't waste my time with this nonsense. You're a mild version of Dave J. Dave J's a little... <laughs> I can't wait till Dave J gets a hold of these new guys. <laughs> well, I've dude, I've chatted with Dave J. One of the best calls on JohnTheBond.com was when we interviewed Dave J. A two-hour call. Myself and then four of the members of my site had a two-hour productive, happy, jovial conversation. It wasn't all one way. There were a few spiky questions, but everybody was cool. Everybody was chill. One of the best podcasts I've been on was with Dave J. About 18 months ago on JohnTheBond.com. Speaking of getting on your website, I you I know you saw the video of me trying to click that link and getting that audio. Do you have any idea what was going on? Because that was two different browsers, mate. Well, listen, if someone emails me and says, look, I've had an issue accessing your site, I help them. It almost never happens. So why Fakeologist has had several issues over I'm the past the three or four years? People. I don't know. This I don't know. I'm one of the rare people that contact developers when I have a problem. It does take a lot of effort. Um, I'm I'm not sure. I, Look, what I can tell you, what I can tell you, Ed, what I can tell you is that if somebody it and doesn't get anywhere, are they going to really write you, or are they? Well, okay, here's what I can tell you. I sent out this um, email mailing list uh, a day ago. So I sent this. I've got a mailing list of 500 people now. I sent this out, and in it was a link to a member-only call. Now, right, what I can do is track how many people listen to that through my uh, podcast host. More than 100 listens. So. This idea that uh, the the link wasn't working, I believe you. I believe it didn't work for you. That's fine. But clearly it was working for the other people because they could all listen and download. Yeah, it was working, it was working for about 100 people. Well, dude, if, if you send out an email list to fight, basically you're lucky if you get 30% click-through. In email lists, 30% is like the magic number. Below How that and you want to... ever sent you a video of what was happening? What I'm trying to explain to you is, so I send this mailing list out to 500 people to get 100 listens. Oh, that's that's amazing. That's fantastic. No, that's great. But everyone was on your mailing list. Got put but what I'm saying to you is, the mail the mailing list didn't work for you. I don't know why, but it, it's working for everyone else. That's the point I'm trying to make to you. So I, I appreciate you taking the time to say, John LeBond, this uh, mailing list hasn't worked for me. I appreciate that, but it did work for everyone else. Uh, John, a question uh, and also app. Uh, did you listen to any IMI radio? Uh, yeah, I did. Can I say to you, bro? I listened. Firstly, how come I can't download it? I oh, here we go. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I used Anchor FM because it's available, and I have an uh, internet download manager. That is uh, what I got from Tryptamine. Uh, he, he suggested that to me, and you can download anything with that. It's an, Okay, so I I went to this uh, upload of yours, and I don't stream. I download and then listen separately. So I tried to find a download button. There was none. So then I tried. I googled uh, how to download Spotify. All the answers were you've got to download Spotify, get an account. I'm like, I don't want this bullshit. I just want to download the MP3 file. That's all I want. That's all I'm asking for. And I, I couldn't work it out. So I was like, fuck this. So I listened to the first five minutes. And I noticed that the first five minutes had heaps of music in the background. Do you have music the whole time? No, I have. Um, what I do is I put in uh, comments or quotes or statements by the, the members under the music or over the music to make. Uh, I had no problems that. Oh, 
So How did you download that? How did you download it? Tell me. I'll, I'll use show. your trick. I use Podcast Addict for Android. Podcast Addict. And that developer, he'll get back to you within an hour if you have a problem. That guy's the best. It's the number one just, podcast program. Well, so it's, so it's an you app on your smartphone or something. It says here, copy public link to episode, view episode details, download episodes. On Anchor FM, you can just click on the episodes. I'm going to go there right now. If, if you send me the download link, I'll follow it. Because here's the thing, man. I pay my podcast host a lot of money. Like, I've, I've got a separate company that I pay for my uh, my exclusive member material, which is not available publicly. And through these people, anyone who has access to the file can stream or download, and it works perfectly. And I pay good money for that, and I'm happy to. They provide a good service. Whereas some of these other people doing podcasts, it's stream or nothing. And I'm like, well, that's bullshit, mate. I want to download it. I just want to download yeah. the MP3 file. All of the members of my site can stream or download. It's there. If they want to stream, that's fine. But if they want to download, it's there. Instant download. That's all I'm asking for from other people. I want to be able to download it. That's all I ask. If I can't download it, I will put a me. link. Uh, You're breaking up there, bro. We can't hear. But anyway, guy, I will listen. You, you find me a way to download this file. I will listen. I'm looking forward to it. Dude, I like you. You're, you're a smart guy. And I, I think, um... Uh, I have still one podcast to edit, and that's with Take No Notes. And you are in there. Uh, Why am I radio? Uh, Dude, Ab, Ab, man, you broke up. We, we lost you. So like I was saying to Guy, Guy, man, the last couple of weeks you have been way more calm. And um, it's good. It's, I'm glad you're back. Thank you. After the break. If you like this audio and want to support the site in a small or big way, please hit the PayPal donate button on the side of the fakeologist.com webpage. You can show your support for as little as $1.19 a month by subscription or one-time donation. Thank you for your support. In the work that you do with uh, Fakeopedia was fantastic work. Like, you have contributed. Like, you've put time in. So, I'm glad you're back, and I thought the way that you handled... Rollo's disgraceful outburst. I thought you handled yourself well, and hopefully over the next uh, six weeks or however long I'm gone, hopefully you can help some of these newbies to see that media fakery is not just a side thing. Like that is that's the idea here, you know. Yeah, and it's not yeah. just media fakery. Once you understand they can lie and get away with bullshit on TV, then you've got to question other things: nuclear bombs, so-called history. Dinosaurs, heliocentrism. Once you understand they can lie and get away with TV lies, what you should logically do is then question other things as well. Yeah. That is the word logic. That is what you started with. You're, you studied philosophy, as I understood. That yeah, I majored logic. in philosophy. That's can you believe basic. that? Basic. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's the basis of right. logic. You can. You can. Yeah, and, and logic, logic means different things, guy. Logic means different things to different people, but. Like, what, what I see as the value is, is, like, can you consider what you think you know? What are your premises? What is your conclusion? Does your conclusion follow from the premises? Can the premises be scrutinized? Are they based on evidence? Can we look at the evidence? This is basic shit that nobody taught me until I was in university. Yep. How is that possible? There you go, Johnny. Verifying in the live stream show notes. Live stream show notes, Johnny. There you go. No, I'm oh, checking right now. Better. Hold on. Oh, hold on, I'm checking. I'm checking. Fuck, there's a lot of notes there. What the hell? <laughs> Just go to the last note. Jump to present. Jump to present. Podca- oh, no, so you've put a link to... 
fuck playing. Oh, you put a link to the episode. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you very much, okay. man. That's yeah, good. Yeah, thanks. How did you do that, app? Podcast Addict is the number one Android app. I don't think it's on Apple, but if you're like the rest of the world on Android, fantastic app. That guy updates it every single day. And yes, you can become a patron to his app and help him go. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's, I can't thank I can't thank his response responsiveness responsiveness enough the work he does nice. creating that app. I think it's suspicious that it updates every single day. Well, no, I'm on the beta program. If you are a beta tester, then most developers do it every day or every other day, especially if that's all they're doing. And he's making some good cash off it. I think he has millions of downloads. So even if he has 1%, that's pretty good, pretty good return. Uh, what I also do, and you see that here, uh, I put in specials, but only the positive Rollo in Colombia. For instance, in this one you linked, we had a street interview with a Colombian, completely normie, 20-year-old, uh, very uh, uh, overestimating his own uh, uh, cap- capabilities. But uh, it's an interesting question we asked on the street. What is the difference between same and equal? <laughs> same and equal? Yeah. Well, I, I, I barely can... That, that's, a, that's philosophy. I'm sure John could answer that. I, ask it multiple I don't think that's philosophy. I think this is, uh, at best, uh, linguistics, at best. But uh, yeah, that's but not the, philosophy. The comments you get, the, the, the responses you get, are, are interesting to listen to, I would say. And uh, in the other call, in the other uh, podcast, I have uh, the interview on the street, uh, if, if this guy believes in space travel and why. Oh, no. Uh, the question is, is space travel science or fiction? Well, that's easy. That's complete fiction. So looking at the topics here for your this um, Mollycast, which is available publicly, right? People who listen to this right now can listen to your Mollycast, yeah. yeah? Yeah. So the topics include Stefan Molyneux, The Basis of Philosophy, Narcotics in Colombia, Doug Stanhope, War for Drugs, Henry Kissinger, Game of Thrones Symbology. This is all very interesting. What's your opinion on Stefan Molyneux, guy? What's your opinion on well, Stefan? It's, uh, what we talked about with Farshaw, yeah. Give us a, give us a teaser. Far value and Seneca are the two people who me here and they suggested to me to uh, read Miles Mathis and that's how I came here in the end. And I was with Far value on the forum of Stefan Molinar. I was a member. He was a member, and I was banned uh, from it <laughs> because no, 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 wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. I was not at all impolite. Whatever. No. I questioned Stefan Molyneux's support of Donald Trump, and he said, vote for him, while he himself, philosophically, he said, don't vote, don't vote, don't vote. So we talked about that uh, in the call with Farsh That's Bell. why I like and having Gaia on my forum. I like <laughs> having guys that are banned almost everywhere. <laughs> and then the other thing, uh, Henry Kissinger, Farsh Value uh, <laughs> has met Henry Kissinger, has met him. Wow. I don't know anyone who has met Henry Kissinger. So, yeah. yeah uh, I think it's interesting to listen to. Yeah. Forest Valley was behind the media. He also yeah. met uh, Chris Kendall, by the way. Yeah. Yes, I know. I know. I know. It's amazing. Forest Valley is a man of principle. He puts his money where his mouth is. I know that for a fact. That's a fact, Dave J. <laughs> <laughs> I need my soundboard here. And in the latest Molikas, the Mega Molikas, you'll hear Laura. 
Last beautiful voice. Laura, the Venezuelan? No, Laura is not the Venezuelan. Laura, girl from Bucaramanga I met on my birthday with Rollo, dressed up as the Joker. And next day she took us, all of us, uh, Oscar, Rollo, Molly and me, to the village uh, we both want to live. So it's all beautiful, really. It's really beautiful. And she is too. I just sent you the photos uh, app so you can check. What were your uh, what was your your conversations with Doug Stamhope uh, related to? Uh, yeah, that was just mentioned in passing, and I actually wanted to mix in a uh, fragment of uh, Doug Stanhope, but I didn't do it in the end. But uh, oh, okay. part of how you're talking about him. Okay. We had a, a segment on war or something about war. Oh yeah, I know, I'm familiar. Yeah. Oh, that's a few of those, his war segments. He's an interesting character, because he does a lot of uh, jokes that are... He was on Stern a lot, I think. He he does a lot of bits that are backhandedly mocking uh, school shootings and uh, psyops and stuff like that without ever blatantly saying that they're fake or that there's something behind them, but he ridicules them in in a way that, uh, in a way that, because he doesn't take them serious. Hey, Will Lewis, how's the lockup there? Illinois, they, is Illinois going for another uh, month? Will lose? Will lose? Am I coming through? How about that? Mike, check one, two. Will lose. How's the lockup there in Illinois? Is it going for another month? Yeah, uh, can you hear me right now? Yeah, how's the lockup yeah, there? Is uh, it going for another month? Yeah, well, we have, uh, yeah, it's going, it's still going, but there are businesses that are starting to open up. We have, like, uh, golf courses are starting to open up at the 1st of May. Things like that. Uh, so people are at least trying, but there's a lot of uh, strict rules around everything that's slowly starting to open up. But they're tr- uh, it's not uh, being pushed uh, in politics or anything necessarily, I believe. It's just businesses trying to do their own thing. Yeah, but what's the official state line? They must have a... I don't know. I don't pay attention, honestly. <laughs> Does your governor go on the television every day? No, I don't. Yeah, I... I, I I'm just being really honest. I have no idea at all. I've not paid attention in any way. I should do that, I guess. I'm sure he does. Oh, yeah, I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I'm sure Pritzker's on. I mean, I checked it when he first made the announcement uh, about to go or whatever, but I haven't I haven't looked at anything related to okay. coronavirus. Okay. Okay. Well, here you can hear the background. It's almost a normal day. It's opening up. Yeah. We're being punished for a lot longer. But I, uh, I think war is coming. Uh, war is coming uh, here in Latin America. They're going to create Latin American Union, I think, with the same currency. And uh, this is becoming the next uh, 20 years. This is becoming the the area, the new Asia, let's say, right? Islam is saying that um, Jay Dyer talked about Christmas last podcast. I guess I have to listen to that. Do you have a link for that, Mistum? Man, this call has gone weird. Listeners are wondering what the hell's going on. So I've got to get going soon. It's uh, almost bedtime for me. Before I go, hello, we'll lose, by the way. Before I go, Ab, I won't uh, be here for a while. I need to take a break, as we discussed. So um, I'll be back in the All future. Right. I look forward to it. But while I'm gone, I want Thank your opinion. You what are you predicting is going to happen over the next uh, month or two? Like, in your opinion... What do you think is going to happen in uh, Ontario? What do you think is going to happen in Canada more broadly? America, the world? Like, when we next convene, if it's in, say, two months, 
what do you think will be the state of play? What's your best guess? I think a few more businesses will be open. They've already pretty much uh, written off school for the year, which is very depressing to me. And uh, my one child is in their graduating year, so I'm pretty upset about it. And I, I just think it's going to be Chinese water torture, opening things up just by the smallest amount. We have a very passive population in Canada. I only look to America for inspiration, for protest. We, we're so passive here. We're so addicted to government. Um, I just think the bribes, even though they're fairly low, are working. It's enough to keep people sedated for a little bit of money to keep them going. And uh, it's not inspirational whatsoever. I always, we're sort of a quieter version of Australia. Australia's government is way more activist, but pretty much they do is mirrored over here, maybe on a, a mellow tone, but we pretty much, your, your politicians, they seem to yell at you guys more, like children, and uh, I watch a lot of your videos, or I watch all your videos, of course, JLB, and when you put your politicians on, they seem to always be angry and yelling at you, just a little more than the Canadians, so I'm pretty sure everything that happens here will be happening in Australia in synchronicity, and... Um, I think it's going to be a long Chinese water torture type of summer. I think it's just going to drip out, and then we're going to have a sort of an ugly fall. I, I even think they could just uh, start it all over again in September. They got people so hypnotized by this magical god that they've created that I think it's power. It's so powerful that uh, I don't have a really optimistic view right now. Well, you know, some people think that, um, oh, they're opening up now. It's all opening up, blah, blah, blah. Not here. Have you, have you noticed that people seem to be falling for this? Oh, no, it's opening up now, guys. It's over. Have you seen this? No, not here. I don't, the people don't want it open, John. I think this is the, the, the I think the tonic they gave the people is very heavy, and everyone's in a drunken stupor. The, the people don't want it open. The politicians are tiptoeing on it, around it, because they know if they... In, at least where I live, go too fast. They're going to get blamed. And, I, I, of course, the politicians are not calling the shots. I've already posted on my blog that the most powerful man in Ontario right now makes $500,000 a year, and he's the Ontario chief medical officer. He's some kind of doctor. I guess he's a real doctor, but he's more of a political-type doctor now. And he gets all his talking points from Doctor Who, the Bill Gates entity in Geneva. And every single decision that our politicians make are based on his recommendation. Everything. So that way the politician can wash his hands of any decision saying, well, I'm just going by the recommendation. So it's just torture watching an unelected official dictate every single policy in what we call a democracy. None of these things are voted on, John. Yeah, going back to this um, opening up thing, I was just, I'm noticing people who are like, oh, it's opening up now and blah, blah, blah. And I just think, no, well, hold on, they've already told us there's going to be a second wave. They've already told you there yeah. might be eight or ten yeah. waves. They've already told you all of this. So even if they let people go and have picnics again, which, by the way, big deal. Oh, they let you go and have a picnic. That's, of all the things they've taken away, giving back picnics is not very much, right? But, oh, no, they're letting us have picnics again. Okay, that's great. But they've already told you there'll be more waves. So all these people who are like, oh, no, they're opening up and 
and they're not going to do all the things that you're forecasting. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they won't do what I'm forecasting. But it's not my forecast. It's theirs. They've told you what they're going to do. So you really think that this whole disaster has just come and gone and now, now we're going back to anything close to normal? Come on, man. This is ridiculous. This is, this is, this is crazy, not man. Not here. Not here. We don't get that impression where I live. I like to remind people, I live in a province. I had to look it up. We have almost 15 million people living here. We're bigger than Norway. We're bigger than Sweden. Um, we're probably close to the size of New York State. Uh, Ontario is bigger than most countries, a lot of countries, Western countries. We're pretty substantial. This is a lot of people that are hypnotized right now, and we're very hypnotized. The people here are very hypnotized. They do not want to go back out into the world. They're happy to comply because they think they're going to die if anyone screws it up. Yeah, fair enough. Well, bro, it's, um, it's bedtime for me, so like I said, I'll be back in... Uh Six, eight, six weeks probably, maybe longer, but I think six weeks I'll be back. Wow. But uh, in the meantime, man, once again, like uh, fakeologist, junior, let me say this, junior fakeologist has been doing brilliant work with these banners. Some of them are sensational. Yeah. So if you're really getting them done either. for $5 each, you are getting an outrageous bargain. Fakeologist yeah. junior is doing great work with the banners. Not every one of the banners is brilliant, but most of them are. They're fantastic. Well, you should have done this a year idea. ago. Why didn't you do this I a year know. ago? Why didn't you say to them, listen... Just, just not inspired. This corona is waking us all up, John. No, well, they're very talented. So let me say, well done to yeah, you for that, and well you, done for them for that. And, dude, thanks for everything you've done with this website. Honestly, thank you for... I've said this to you before, but uh, what you've done, I think, is fantastic. And obviously, I'm saying that I think uh, Tim Osman is, is doing, like, Media Fakery 2.0, but I don't mean that to yeah. diminish what you've done. What you've done is, no, I don't is brilliant. And all these new people are coming okay, I don't have the patience for their nonsense, but maybe I'm not a patient person. But they're still coming here. They're being exposed to media fakery, and none of this will be possible without you. So I think what you've done is brilliant, and good, good on all the people out there who are like supporting what you're doing and all the patrons who are joining and all this stuff, man. I think it's fantastic. So I'm not leaving uh, with any animosity or any um, problems. I just need to take a break, man, from, from fakeologist.com, Reddit, alcohol, just a few things where I'm just like spending too much time. It's I need to focus on other things. So I hope that that's uh, I clear. Hope I hope you do well, and I know you got a big website to manage. It's, that's why it's so hard to spread yourself over other servers and websites. You've got your own to deal with. It's a huge job. Anyone that diminishes it. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hi, everybody. This is Farce Value. And you're listening to Fakeologist Radio at Fakeologist.com. I spoke to him like four or five weeks ago, and I said to him, like, do you think that they're going to ease the restrictions soon? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, he was very confident it'll all be over by Easter, I think. And uh, evidently that hasn't happened. So, But I, I heard a fast failure in a call a couple of days ago, and, and someone was making the point that the people are stupid. And he was like, yeah, but why are they stupid? And I do understand this question of, like, is it nature or nurture? Can you blame the lemmings when they've been programmed to be lemmings? I get it. But it's like, come on, man. These, these are meant to be your friends and family. And when you tell them the truth, they attack you. Why do you defend that? Why do people defend this? Okay? You try and show the truth to people who supposedly care about you and they attack you. Why defend that? Who convinced you that this is a virtue, this is somehow a good thing? where you can show those you care about the truth and they attack you. This is like mass Stockholm Syndrome, 
No. If you show the truth to somebody and they attack you, maybe you should not be defending them or making excuses for them. This is ridiculous, in my opinion. So, yeah. I'm not, that's not a criticism of the Fast B, by the way. Like, he's a cool dude, but this whole idea of, oh, it's not the Lemmings' fault. Well, whose fault is it? You are showing the truth to people who supposedly care about you and they attack you, and you want to blame somebody else? That's some fucking battered wife syndrome up in here right now. Come on. You're showing them the yeah, truth. Your point. And they attack you. That's fucked, in my opinion. Uh, I can only feel sorry for them, really. Or, or yeah. not feel sorry for them. They're happy. These lemmings are happy. The, new, the TV's telling them there's a mass pandemic on the loose. They have to stay at home. They're happy. Be happy for them. Be happy for them that they get to feel like they're part of some special once in a hundred years uh, historical event. Ritual. They're happy. Yeah, Don't be sorry for them. They're, they're happy. They're, they're at peace. Leave them be. Don't even show them the truth. Matthew 7, 6. Do not cast your pearls before swine, because if you do, they'll trample the pearls, and then they'll come after you. Don't waste your time. Fuck that shit. I agree. And, and as we're being stampeded... It's Pardon my language, by the way. I was, I was very good for the first two hours of this. Yeah. In the last 30 <laughs> seconds, I've let myself down. Uh, please excuse it's really me, hard to not mention what we know as we are being stampeded by the crowd heading to the exits. <laughs> it's really difficult. No, it is. But listen, Ab, dude, like I said, man, I've, I've promised myself six weeks. Will I come back here? I think I will. Will I come back to Reddit? Sure I think will. I will. Will I come back to drinking? You better believe I will. So this is just a temporary uh, sabbatical. Yeah. But while I'm gone, best of luck to you and to the website and to all the people here. And I hope that when I come back... There's more fakeology and less realology and gas bagging, but that is now out of my hands. It's up to you and the other fakeologists to try and keep this place being what it should be. And if I come back and it's infested with realologists and gas baggers, there will be hell to pay, and I will not hold <laughs> back. So this is a little warning to all of you realologists out there who want to infest this place. You've got six weeks to smarten up, because if you don't, Man, you'll have two Dave J's on the case. All right, so friendly little warning. Thank you very much, Ab. Thanks, everybody. Have a great night, and uh, I'll see you all uh, in the future. Cheers, guys. Thank you, All the best. JohnLevon.com. Sign up for his website. He's a good guy. That guy's awesome. He is good. He's a one-man content-creating machine. He's been going crazy. One one really good share of stuff. I posted a lot of it. I've cut a couple for big YouTube. YouTube channel gets knocked off. Well, YouTube's been pretty good with him. And with Tim Austin, I don't know why. Because they're exposing what I think is good critical stuff, but obviously maybe YouTube is not paying attention. But I don't know how they work, YouTube. I would say it's staying under the radar. I hope so. We would hate to think that YouTube is deliberately protecting certain websites without purging their yeah, it's sorry. I I I see that close to paranoia. If you think like that, so. and and also it, it, it's also overestimating what we are actually, right? I mean, we're we're small, and that's what makes us strong. We're small, under the radar. We're not a threat. If we were a threat, we would be taken down already.